0: BYU Cougar
1: basketball is
0: back in action. Gideon George will hand off on the wing right side block. We'll send out to Gideon. Big three. Got it. Gideon George for three.
1: Let's get you ready to root on the boys in blue. This is Cougar Pregame Live on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Cougar Pregame Live is brought to you by Mountain America Credit Union. Mountain America, the official credit union of BYU Athletics. And now, here's your host, Jason Shepard.
2: Good evening, BYU basketball fans. Welcome into Cougar Pre-Game Live, presented as always by Mountain America, the official credit union of BYU Athletics. Tonight, the BYU Cougars begin a three-game homestand, hosting the 22nd-ranked St. Mary's Gales. Now, for the first time since the beginning of December, BYU right now on a two-game losing streak. After falling to Santa Clara 10 days ago, Cougars dropped an 82-74 loss at San Francisco a week ago tonight. In a lot of ways, the loss to the Dons was in similar fashion to other setbacks this season. Turnovers once again an issue with San Francisco converting 15 BYU turnovers into 25 points. Now, Rudy Williams did have a nice game. He finished with a season-high 28 points. BYU actually shot the ball well from the field, actually better than USF, hitting 51%. But what hurt the Cougars was allowing the Dons to finish the night shooting 41% from 3 BYU just could not shut down the Dons from the perimeter. The loss drops BYU to 5th in the WCC at 4 and 4. The Cougars overall record sits at 14 and 9 and now here comes the West Coast Conference's top team in St. Mary's. The Gales, they are a perfect 7 and 0 oh in the WCC and 18 and 4 overall. The uh They head into the Marriott Center, winners of nine games in a row. St. Mary's is led by freshman Aiden Mahaney. This this guy's pretty good, especially for a freshman. The 6'3", 180-pound guard is averaging 15 points per game while shooting over 46% from the field and 43% from three. The Gales have four players right now averaging at least 12 points per game. They do it on the defensive end as well. St. Mary's owns the fourth-best scoring defense in the nation, Holding opponents to just 57 points per game. Now, BYU does hold a slim advantage in the all time series at 18 and 17. The Cougars are 12 and 5 against the Gales in Provo, including winning the last four matchups at the Marriott Center. So, to help preview tonight's matchup, I was able to catch up with assistant coach Cody Fieger. And after losing two straight, I asked coach Fieger about turning the page and how easily this team actually does that.
3: Actually, pretty well. We, we've been do, doing a pretty good job of it this year. You know, uh, the guys get pretty set on on the next game. You know, the hardest one of all of them this year was that Gonzaga game, and the guys answered the bell against Pepperdine. You know, two days later, you know that tournament in in Hawaii or shooting Bahamas kind of helped us this year early, kind of turn the page as fast as we could because it's it's hard, man. These are these are grueling, and when you lose, it's it's it's. Really hard. So, uh, the guys have been doing a good job answering the bell. The last two
2: losses. Does it come down strictly to the turnovers, or is it is it more complicated than just that?
3: Uh, I mean, offensively for sure. It's just those turnovers like that's just just brutal and just put this in a, such a hole, right? And then um, us, you know, defensively, we we gave up, you know five guards this weekend almost 20 points basically so defensively there's some issues there too now we're still ranked number two in the league in, in defense where we, we, we know we can we took a little step back defensively so we gotta, we gotta take a big step up um, after these two games and then protecting the ball it, it's just really important and our, all, our team knows it our guys know it our staff know, like every, everybody's working on it we talk about it all day every day it's really important and uh, we just got to get better at it. So, is focusing on the turnovers is that top
2: priority this week, heading into the St. Mary's game? What is sort of at the top of the list that you're really trying to get these guys to to figure out?
3: Uh, physicality, just because the St. Mary's team is just they're gonna they're gonna try to beat the crap out of you for 40 minutes. Yeah. So, physicality, rebounding, toughness like that's that's what this game is for us offensively. That is part of that is protecting the ball, right? Just just how important it is on on for us so and uh, it's been Achilles heel for us here
2: you have a full week in between games and I know everybody after a tough stretch you want to get back out as quick as you can is this a good thing or a bad thing to have a full week obviously it helps with having more practices how do you view that
3: um right now I think it's good I think it's good to have a full week and just like let's go like let's get better at the the things we we can, can control um, because so much when we play other teams, you know, really fast, like a one-day turnaround, we've got to focus so much on, you know, scout and different things like that. So this is really good couple of days here to hone in on us and getting better for ourselves and just worried about ourselves. What are some of the things that you can build off on right now
2: that you look and say okay this is working for us let's let's take this and try and expound on it
3: yeah i, w- I would say our defense and rebounding because that has been good throughout you know through most of the year and league like it's the numbers say we're the second best defensive team right now so that's what we're going to keep on expanding on and that's what we we as a team should be hanging our hat on getting stops and being really good defensively rebounding we've been good at defensive rebounding and then offensive rebounding We're kind of taking a little step back and in conference, changing up lineups a little bit, so we're still still figuring that out. You know, Spencer, bringing Spencer Johnson back is has been awesome, but it's just kind of changed lineups, right? So we're still looking at that and. Um, we're we're going to put this thing together, and, and these guys are, are batting their butts off. So that's, that's been awesome.
2: How has the conference been to this point based off of maybe what you thought before the conference season started? Now that you're in it, has it sort of played out the way you thought?
3: Um, a little bit. Um, I knew St. Mary's was really good, and since we started league, they've just taken another step. They, they've, been, they've been a lot better. Um, and then pretty much with the other teams, I kind of, kind of figured out like San Diego, they are, there's one of those teams that can beat anybody, and same with Pepperdine. Both those teams are just so explosive offensively that they can beat anybody. And LMU's physicality and and uh, Santa Clara's physicality, like we we kind of expected with these other teams. Um, San Francisco, they got those two guards that can go for 30 each. So, yeah, we kind of expected this. You mentioned the physicality
2: with St. Mary's, and that's been a hallmark of Randy Bennett coach teams. You just know that going in. They're a really good defensive team. They're not allowing a ton of points. What else do you know about this Gales team? They've got a, f- a freshman in Mahaney that's coming in and kind of taking the league by storm. What's the scouting report on this Gales team?
3: Um, so, like you said, exactly right, right? They're, they're top six in the country defensively right now. They're one of those teams... He's been doing the coaching the same way for 50 years. I forget how long he's been a head coach, but I think it's about 20 years he's been a head coach for. It's all the same actions offensively, and they play the same way defensively every single time. They're just so physical, and they guard you with their bodies, where, you know, some refs would call some of these fouls, honestly, but they just guard you so physical with their bodies, not using their hands at all, and just kind of push you where, where they want you to be with their with their bodies, and it's, like, he just does a heck of a job, and he's had the same guys in his program for five years. Right. The only new guy they have this year that really, well, they got two guy, new guys that play this year a little bit. They got a freshman big that comes off the bench that plays eight minutes a game yeah. or whatever it is, but it's this Aiden Mahaney who's just been really good, and he, he can do it all. You know? He, he's a three-level scorer. can shoot it from three pull up twos and he can really finish at the rim He's got a really high IQ He's he's like at less than two assists a game But he's coming off most of these ball screens and he really scoring himself And so we got to do a heck of a job with him. They got Logan Johnson, who's been in the program for since I've been here at BYU, and he's been playing minutes. Who's as as athletic of a guard in our league. Uh, He's so stinking athletic, and he can get anywhere he wants. And he just his role is to defend, and he just guards so so hard. And then they got another um, 44, Dukas, Alex Dukas, who's just a just tough as nails, big time shooter, shooting over 43% from three. Um, High-level player, and he's been there for three, four years. Also, Kyle Bowen—he's their starting four-man. who's probably the best defensive player in the league right now, and all he does is shoot open threes and defend everybody. Like he is—he's ridiculous, and he's shooting 48% from three. And then Mitchell Saxon, who's a third-year player. Um, first two years, he played eight minutes a game, and now this year, he's just so physical and tough. And I mean. I think the main thing I've said over and over is just how physical yeah. they are and just how it's like a, like one of the old Air Force teams that just been in the same system for year after year after year and they just they just get it and this Aiden Mahaney's just he's so stinking good and he plays so hard, he plays the right way and he's a fun player to watch. How do you prepare a team to face a physical opponent? How do you replicate that? It's really hard to do, honestly. It's really hard to do. But we have our scout team try to be as physical as they can Mm -hmm. every single possession following our guys you know bodying up with them and it's it's something that shoot we're yelling at the scout team 20 times a possession just to be physical be there be there so just to keep on and talking through it and then on the offensive end that's the hardest part to uh, because how they how they score off ball screens and different things like that because you know our our starters can do some of those things but that means that they're on scout team we need those guys on scout team it's just it's hard to prepare but our guys will be ready all right, Last question, and, and I
2: realize what happened last year, or the last four years doesn't, doesn't have any bearing on this year, but you guys have had success against this team here at the Marriott Center. What's it going to take to make it five in a row versus St. Mary's here in Provo?
3: We have to really defend them. We have to, we're a top two t- defensive team in this, in this league and we need to be the number one on Saturday when we play them. And also offensively, I mean we've all said it, everybody says it. I'm sure Twitter's all over saying it. I'm sure the message message boards are all saying it right it's it's protecting this ball and it's important to all of us and our guys really care they're really trying you know coach pope is making a huge emphasis on it all year long like it's it's all huge right you know you, you look at every program and they kind of talk about it it's just something we're working on and get better at but those two things it's our defense and rebounding and protecting this ball and yeah i mean it's it's basketball, It's no. It's, there's no secret to it. It's BYU versus St. Mary's, right? Yeah, exactly right. It's <laughs> physicality, it's toughness, it's rebounding.
2: Well, this is one of those ones when the schedule comes out, you may need to look to see where Gonzaga is and where St. Mary's is. This is one everybody circles. Good luck, appreciate the time as
3: always. Thanks, Cody. Thank you so much.
2: Always good to talk with assistant coach Cody Feger, and one thing that we did not touch on in that interview is a lineup change and the reason we did not is because at the time we did not know it according to greg rubel who talked with mark pope uh, does it every game obviously uh, roughly about an hour before the game Uh, you will hear that interview coming up in about 20 25 minutes in that interview coach pope telling greg rubel that there will be a lineup change and it's not just to see what a different lineup can do it is because there are three players uh, due to breaking a team rule who will not play tonight uh, Atiki Ali Atiki, Jackson Robinson, and Noah Waterman will not play tonight. They will sit. They will be back for the game next Thursday versus LMU, but they will not be available tonight. So, BYU starting five for tonight is Hall, Johnson. Richie Saunders will get the start in place of Jackson Robinson. So, Saunders will get his second start of the season. Then you will have Gideon George and Traore. So, Foose, George, Saunders, Johnson, and Hall are your starting five. Again, no Atiki Ali Atiki, Jackson Robinson, or Noah Waterman. They will sit out after breaking a team rule. We will talk with Mark Durant about that and the game tonight as the Cougars head into this game a bit shorthanded against the number 22 team in the country. Mark Durant in our courtside conversation, coming your way next on the new skin, BYU Sports Network.
1: Here's Jason Shepard with more Cougar Pregame Live on the new skin, BYU Sports Network.
2: Cougar Pregame Live is presented by Mountain America, the official credit union of BYU Athletics. Tonight at the Marriott Center, the Cougars hosting the Gales, the 22nd ranked team in college basketball. And we'll head over to the Marriott Center now and begin our conversation with Mark Durant. Well, Mark, uh, it's never good to be down a starter and two rotational bench players, but that's what BYU is looking at tonight as the Gales come in. Uh, what did you make of the news that uh, Jackson Robinson, Atiki, Ali Atiki, and Noah Waterman are going to have to miss tonight's game due to a uh, breaking of team rules?
4: Yeah, I mean, it's it's tough. Jason, I, I'm never surprised when I get to the gym, to you know whether it's an injury or something like this, it's it's unfortunate. It seems to happen more often than not in, in these big games when you got a really big opportunity at home and now you're going to be shorthanded. But listen, you just, I mean, you're, it's not going to change. So this is, you have to look at it as a, an opportunity for guys like uh, Richie, uh, I think, uh, is ready to kind of step in, fill that role. Trey Stewart, uh, I, I guess I'm most worried from those guys about just the loss of depth and size with the tiki. You've really got no one to back up uh, foos you've got trading christensen who's really super athletic and strong but i mean he doesn't just doesn't get minutes and now he's maybe asked to come in and against one of the best teams in the country in a big time game and you just don't know how you know he'll perform but uh, this is an opportunity for guys and uh, you, you know this team has a kind of depth that Oh, you know, unless it's you know Foos or, or Spencer Johnson, or even even Spencer was out for quite a while. You know, I, I don't think it's crippling for this team, uh, but uh, you know, it's certainly not good. You want to be at full strength. Uh, Jackson clearly is a guy that can get hot and score and shoot threes and stretch a defense and has a lot of size and athleticism on the perimeter. And and so you know, it's it's rough. But hey, you know, that, that there's rules, and if you break them, you you don't play. And and uh, I just hope it's not going to distract too much from the whole team concept of this game because this is a big one this is a great opportunity and you got a good team in, uh, on your floor and you've played well against good teams and you, notwithstanding what happened uh, you know in the bay area this is a great chance for your team and I just I hope it's not a distraction for these guys
2: well, look as you mentioned this is a really good team they're number 22 in the country they've got a lot of different weapons really all over the floor they're they're a slow tempo type team, but they're very good defensively. We know they're very, very physical. Mahaney is their leading scorer. He's a true freshman and he has been phenomenal. I, I, this this may not be an easy question to answer, but what makes them so good? Is it the combination of everything I just mentioned, or is there something that has stood out to you?
4: St. Mary's is similar to Gonzaga in that every year you think, well, they lost this guy. They lost Della Vedova or Ford or or whoever, and you think, well, this this will be the, the the year that they're a little bit down, and they never seem to be. Now you got Mahaney coming in, a terrific young player, and you know the thing about St. Mary's and, and Coach Bennett's that been there forever, and and they're a system team. They, he's got the way he wants to play, and he demands that everyone come he comes here, and this is how we're going to play, and they don't change things. They, this is this is how we do it, and because you do the same thing every year. You get all these players here multiple years, and they know how to do it, that they run it at a high level, and uh, and it's different than most teams play. It's a, you know, they, they run stuff. They run plays. Um, they're super disciplined. And, 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 you know, a lot of teams nowadays play like it's pickup ball at the Smithfield house. You know, just kind of go up and down and do your thing and one-on-one and, you know, sh- you know shoot the three and all, all that kind of stuff. But St. Mary's does not play that way. They, they're going to take... A lot of time they're going to make you work and then they're going to play great defense and make you work on the offensive end and guys just aren't used to playing this type of team it was kind of the old Air Force teams for me back when and, and when, when they were good it was just you knew no matter what it was going to be a brutal game and it was going to be low scoring and even if you beat them you knew how you did it and it was hard uh, but the, St. Mary's is a little different than Air Force in that they have some really talented players and you know, they, they've got, had a nice pipeline out of Australia, so they get the best Australian kids to come. And, and so not, it, it makes no sense that they're as good as they are for as long as they are with the size of school and, and all that stuff, but they, they found a way to do it. And uh, it's just always a super challenge to play against St. Mary's, and this year in particular, because they're just playing great basketball right now.
2: Well, one thing we know, well, two things we know. We know that obviously St. Mary's is going to be physical, You heard in the conversation that I had with Coach Feger, and and this is something if you watch basketball, BYU basketball, you know this season you know that turnovers have been a problem uh, throughout the year. Physical play a lot of times leads to turnovers. If you're BYU, you've got to work on not turning the ball over in general. When you're facing a team like this, it feels like it's even more important because that physicality can create even more chaos and and more turnovers is that what this boils down to tonight if BYU can limit the turnovers gives himself a fighting chance against this team
4: that'll be a huge part of it because turnovers are always important right Jace but when you're playing against a team that averages what 60 possessions a game like St. Mary's does then those each turnover is like one and a half turnovers in a 90 possession game right so uh, th- that's what they thrive on. They, they want to turn you over. That's They, they, they dumped, demolished Santa Clara because they just turned them over, got you know points off the turnovers. And, uh, th- that's a huge part of what they do. So they're going to try and turn you over, and uh, they're very physical. And so that, that really is the question. I mean, BYU took a bunch of steps backwards in the turnover aspect of their game. They had been getting a little better at it. It's never been a strength. And so can you change that in, say, like a week? Can you really learn how to value possessions and value the basketball in a week? And and can you do it enough that you can compete against a team that doesn't make mistakes and has those few number of possessions? I mean, it's just critical not to turn the ball over against St. Mary's. Can BYU do that? I don't know. Uh, they have been able to do it at times uh, and in big games. I mean, BYU, Jason, has played their best against really good teams, yep. whether it's Creighton or San Diego State or Utah uh, or Gonzaga. I mean, they didn't win all those games, but they certainly played really well in those games and were in the lead and had a chance. And so maybe that will be enough, knowing, knowing what they're getting into, knowing how big this game is and being at home, maybe that will be enough to help them get to where they need to be turnover wise in this game
2: all right you got about 30 seconds so last question the answer is obviously going to be a collection of the entire team but if if i if i said one guy pick one guy that that for byu that needs to be the one to step up tonight who is it well,
4: I, 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 I'm, I'm saying this because I kind of expect Rudy to play well, and I expect Spencer, and I expect Foose to, 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 to play solid. But I think the one X factor is Gideon George. I think, you know, a lot of times we're always going to have to do things creating their own shot, and Gideon's good enough and, and athletic enough to do things on his own. If he can be aggressive and score in the paint and do some things, he might be the X factor for me.
2: Great stuff, Mark. Always a pleasure. Uh, we'll uh, hear you and Greg coming up in just a few minutes. Thanks, my friend. All right, my brother. We'll see you. There we go. The great Mark Durant. Go to BigOtires.com and make an appointment at one of 50 locally owned and operated Utah locations. Big O Tires, the team you trust. Back with one more segment of Cougar Pre-Game Live. We'll hit some scores from around the state of Utah and the West Coast Conference when we come back on the new skin. BYU Sports Network.
1: It's time to get the inside scoop on today's game. This is the Cougar Pregame Coaches Show, brought to you by Zion's Bank. For the support you need to power forward, Zion's Bank is for you. Now let's head back to the built bar courtside seats and join the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel.
0: Good evening, Cougar basketball fans. Welcome back courtside inside the Marriott Center on the beautiful BYU campus in Provo, Utah for the first game of a three-game homestand for the Cougars. And it begins with a bang as the top team in the West Coast Conference come calling. It's number 22, St. Mary's, 7-0. And in solo first place in the conference, looking for its first win in Provo in more than five years. I'm Greg Rubel. I'll have tonight's play-by-play call. I'm joined by my broadcast partner for the last quarter century plus... The former Cougar cager himself, Mark Durant. And Mark, the Gales have yet to play Gonzaga. But it's already clear that the Zags will finally have a true fight on their hands in the conference title chase. St. Mary's has dominated the first half of the WCC slate.
4: Yeah, I mean, I was hoping it would be the Cougars that would challenge Gonzaga for a title. But it, it appears like this year, St. Mary's has a, a really nice pathway for themselves because they have a uh, a win-ass... Uh, uh, I was going to say, St. Mary's will have Gonzaga at home, but they can take care of business at home with Gonzaga, and then take care of business outside of conference, which they've done so far. They're they're going to win the title. Now, one of the impediments to that, Greg, is here. I mean, they've got to get a win here because Gonzaga got Already a win did. here. Yep. And, and so this is one where they feel like they've got to come in here and play. And BYU's reeling, but can they bounce back? Can they, you know, they're going to have three guys missing in this game. Can they somehow find a way to beat St. Mary's? And if they do that, I'll open it up again. It'll be an exciting finish in conference play. But this is an important game for St. Mary's, obviously in their conference title hopes, but a critical game for BYU to play well when they seem to be on their heels a little bit trying to find themselves. And this will be a huge challenge.
0: My pregame conversation with BYU head coach Mark Pope is coming up next. He'll talk about about those missing players for tonight's game as the zions bank cougar pregame coaches show continues live from the marriott center on the new skin byu sports network
1: this is the cougar pregame coaches show for more with head coach mark pope let's rejoin greg Rubel.
0: BYU and St. Mary's coming up, top of the hour. Just after the top of the hour, 8.08 is now the official TV time for tonight. BYU has won the last four Marriott Center meetings with the Gales and four of the last six get-togethers overall. That's a pretty good run against a Randy Bennett coached team, really. Uh, But these are two programs heading in different directions currently. Uh, The Cougs have lost back-to-back games and four of six coming in. St. Mary's is tied for the fourth longest current win streak nationally at nine in a row. The Gales last lost a game six weeks ago. Time now for my pregame conversation with BYU head coach Mark Pope, presented by Zions Bank. For the support you need to power forward, Zions Bank is for you. Coach Pope talks tonight about uh, both a change in the starting five, some personnel issues, and what it will all take to help stop the Gales' streak tonight.
5: You know, we got some guys out for a bunch of different reasons, and, and um, so we'll start Richie tonight, and then we'll play some different guys off the bench, T.C., um, he's gonna get. Uh, he, he's gonna have to play for us tonight. He's have to play well, and he's actually prepared to do that. He's gonna have a good night for us. And Trey Stewart, he's gonna have a great night for us. He's gonna get a, uh, more chance to get some minutes also.
0: So who do you have to go without tonight? And it's short term.
5: Well, we don't have Trev obviously, and um, then we don't have uh, Noah and Jax and Tiki. Um, those guys will be back next Thursday. Uh, they'll just miss this one game, and then and then uh, Trev is still you know a, a work in progress.
0: St. Mary's comes in, and they'll test you as much as any team will, but they won't bring you up and down. It'll be a slower tempo, lower possession game. Might that help if you had to narrow the rotation a little bit?
5: Yeah, I mean, you know, yes. Um, uh, you know, we're going to try and actually um, extend the floor a little bit. Um, you know, we'll try and, as much as we're capable of, um, you know, try and pick them up full court and, and give them some different looks. Mm-hmm. And actually, we're interested in trying to speed the game up, but for sure, you um, you know, every time they walk the ball up the floor, it, you know, gives our guys a chance to breathe. This is going to be an important component of this game, also.
0: But the ability to uh, force things defensively has been kind of a strong suit for your team, hasn't it this year?
5: Yeah, um, you know, we're doing it in confined space more. We're, we're kind of doing it heels to three and in right now. Um, we just need to, you know, with this, this St. Mary's team is so you know they're top thirty-five team offensively and top six team defensively right. in the country. They're, they're really, really good, and and um, so we're going to have to try and take some t- take some shots at doing things a little bit differently.
0: And another one of those low defensive assist rate teams.
5: Yeah, they're number two in the country. Yeah. They're number one in the country in defensive rebounding percentage, number two in, in assist per field goal uh, made allowed. Um, they're They're really good. They're playing high, high-level basketball, and they're not doing anything crazy or super creative or they're just they know exactly who they are and exactly what they're doing it's a it's a vintage um, Randy Bennett team they're the best team in our league right now so far and and uh, so we, we can't wait for the challenge tonight it's awesome.
0: Randy's teams are usually so veteran driven what does it say about an Aiden Mahaney to step in as a freshman and do what he's doing leading that team in scoring?
5: Yeah he's been really really special um, he's got an unbelievable sense of space um, you know great point guards um, when you watch them, they never seem to get themselves into trouble. It seems like they're never having to get themselves out of trouble because they have such an unbelievable uh, sense of space. You'll watch him tonight, and there will be several times on ball screens where he takes a really hard step to go turn the corner, and he can he can calculate closing space so fast that he'll bail. And a lot of times when you as a fan, you're like, oh, man, you should go. But he just sees how space is closing and is able to kind of rework and go again. Uh, he's shooting the ball at elite level, and he's actually guarding really, really well for a freshman. And he's, you know, he's, he's also really fortunate that he's surrounded by four really, really veteran guys who've been running this system for a long time. And so, um, you know, the load he has to carry is significant, um, but he's got unbelievable support.
0: If there's a key to you guys having not lost a home game yet to St. Mary's, what might it be?
5: Well, it's just, you know, at the end of the day, with St. Mary's, it comes down to like they're, they're, they're in their own style. They're the most physical team in this league. They've kind of kept pushing the league towards this physical nature and... Um, like I said, the no, number two defensive uh, number one defensive rebounding team in the country. And, and, um, you know, we've been able to match them stride for stride on the glass. And, you know, we're also a really good defensive team this year. We're a top 30 defensive team. And so, um, on those two fronts, you know, we need to step up our game and, and really execute the best we can and try and find some ways to make them a little bit uncomfortable in different situations. Coach, good luck and thank you. And we'll uh, talk to you post game. Okay. Thanks, G. Okay.
0: That's Mark Pope leading us into tonight's keys to the game brought to you by your local Ford Stores. BYU basketball is built Ford proud. Mark Durant, what are your keys to BYU competing with and defeating St. Mary's?
4: Well, yeah, they, they obviously play very slow and so turnovers are critical. You I mean you have to limit. You have to be you know within a couple turnovers of St. Mary's to be in this game. Uh, they're a good rebounding team so you have to be Within a couple rebounds, either way, with St. Mary's. And then I think the biggest key is somebody from BYU tonight, Greg, is going to have to have a great game. That's all there is to it. Whether it's Rudy, whether it's Gideon, whether it's Spencer, somebody's got to be around 25 points and
0: have kind of a big night for BYU to be able to compete against St. Mary's. We'll see how it goes. Those are Mark and his keys to the game. Break time again. And this reminder to go to bigotires.com and make an appointment at one of 50 locally owned and operated Utah locations. Big O Tires, the team you trust. The BYU Store Cougar Tip-Off Show coming your way next, live from the Marriott Center in Provo on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Whether it's this...
1: It's almost time to hit the hardwood. This is the Cougar Tip-Off Show, brought to you by the BYU Store, official outfitter of BYU fans everywhere. Also brought to you by the BYU Creamery, the classic BYU tradition. Have a scoop today. Also by Siegfried and Jensen. Siegfried and Jensen has been helping Utah families for over 30 years. Now let's head live to the Built Bar courtside seats and join Mark Durant alongside the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel.
0: Good evening once again, Cougar Nation. We are courtside at the Marriott Center. As tonight, the 14-9 and 9 BYU Cougars, 4-4 in the West Coast Conference, host the 18-4 and, and 22nd-ranked St. Mary's Gales. The Gales 7-0 and, and in solo first place in the WCC. This is the BYU Store Cougar Tip-Off Show, brought to you by the BYU Store. Official outfitter of BYU fans everywhere, Greg Grubel and Mark Durant, with you for play-by-play and commentary. Our studio host is Jason Shepard. Coordinating producer is Terry South. Control board operators Logan Gardner and James, Fan- James Finlayson. Our BYU radio engineer Barry Squires. Log- uh, broadcast interns are Caleb Hatch and Shyler Johnson. And you are tuned in on the new skin BYU Sports Network. Our satellite radio flagship BYU Radio Sirius XM 143. And our over the air flagship KSL News Radio 102.7 FM and 1160 AM in Salt Lake City. We are also heard on network affiliates in Idaho and Utah, and on the BYU Radio app and at byuradio.org. So lots of ways to tune us in. Glad you're with us tonight. Well, BYU's followed a seven-game win streak with a two-and-four stretch, and the Cougs' four-and-four record in league is the first non-winning record through eight games since BYU joined the WCC. Now in the back half of conference play, BYU draws St. Mary's and Gonzaga three total times. Barring a substantial tourney run in Vegas... BYU will probably need at least one win over the Gales or Zags you'd think to get into even NIT contention. And right now they're on, they're on the outside looking in for that one. The best shot at winning one of those games, the three against Gonzaga and St. Mary's, comes tonight, Mark, home to St. Mary's. And, and BYU has had St. Mary's number here in Provo in each of the last three, and we're four now, four seasons. Yeah, a lot of people talk about the gyms
4: in the West Coast Conference. and One of the things they don't understand is that they have to come play in this gym and there's nothing like it in the West Coast Conference and it's gonna be packed. And good teams like St. Mary's and Gonzaga a few weeks ago, they come in here and it's a tough, tough place to play. This is a huge home court advantage and so you see BYU beating St. Mary's last four times in a row here in this building because this is just a hard place to play. And so I don't know that St. Mary's has played in anything close to this environment this year. So how will uh, Mahaney play? I mean, he's a great player. Freshman doesn't seem to be fearless, but how, how will he play here? And and some of these guys, and no one on this team has experienced a win in this building. So, I mean, there's, a, there's probably a little bit of doubt in their minds, as yeah. good as they are, that they have to come in here and play this game. So, we'll play it, see how it goes for them, but it, this is a tough, tough place to play.
0: Coming up after this break, we'll hear from St. Mary's associate head coach, Justin Joyner, when the BYU Store Cougar Tip-Off show continues live from the Marriott Center on the new skin, BYU Sports Network.
1: This is the Cougar Tip-Off show. Let's head back courtside to rejoin Greg Rubel.
0: And this is the BYU Store Cougar Tip-Off Show. Getting you set for BYU and St. Mary's. The Gales coming into this one on a roll. They last lost a game in mid-December. They are undefeated in true away games as well. They've only played three, but they're 3-0. They are fifth nationally in scoring defense. Sixth in defensive efficiency. First in defensive rebound percentage. Second in defensive assist rate. And getting much better on offense. Top 35 now in offensive efficiency. One of the most deliberate teams in the country, as always... One of the most secure with the basketball, the Gales tend to get what they want and make it hard for you to run your stuff. A short time ago, I spoke with St. Mary's associate head coach, Justin Joyner, about the keys to the current win streak, what it will take to end a losing skid in Provo.
6: Yeah, I think uh, our offense has certainly come around. I think we've been really good defensively throughout the course of the year, pretty consistent there. Um, offensively, we started clicking. I think Logan Johnson's played with more force. Duke has gotten going. Saxon's been more consistent and then Aiden has played well as well and then Kyle shooting the ball well and our bench has been good but just offensively we've become a little bit more settled in a little bit more consistent we've we've certainly come storming offensively so um yeah hopefully we continue to get better could you see or could you have seen Aiden having the kind of rookie year he's having for you yeah I mean we I think we had the luxury of kind of knowing him for a really long time and seeing him for a really long time and kind of understanding that his his style of play suits our style of play um so we had we certainly valued him a ton in recruiting um, nonetheless, I think he's probably exceeded our expectations a little bit. Just you know, being able to do it consistently and being able to do it on a top twenty-five level team. And um, yeah, he's he's a really special player, and he's he's got a really great skill set, and he's he's a really good competitor he's truly homegrown right I mean right there oh no doubt he's been with us for a while so uh it's, it's really good to see him having success early it's so tough for BYU to win in Moraga and lately it's been tough for St. Mary's to win here it's been more than five calendar years yeah it's, we you know what we haven't played well offensively aside from the nineteen twenty year I think it was an offensive shootout since then we haven't really got it going offensively and that's in large part due to BYU and obviously the program under coach Pope he's done a great job and Certainly, this year is a really good defensively, um, but yeah, we just haven't really been able to play well. And I think last year we got got caught off a little bit. We had just come off a of pause and COVID. We, you know, we just weren't we weren't that good offensively. So um, we just haven't been able to play well. And this is a great great environment. It's a great place, one of the best places to play in college basketball. So that certainly has something to do with it as well. Okay, a couple of scouting points for BYU tonight. Uh, I mean, you just you got to really good quality defensive group and i don't think i think it's a little bit different than they've had in the past but they do a good job they force turnovers they're good they make you take tough shots they keep you off the three uh so they're really good defensively obviously um they're really physical and good on the boards. They're plus six and plus six and a half they they get after on the glass um and then you know they have good shooting you got to keep guys off the three they have really good shooters their perimeter is good spencer johnson's experience and coming along um, you know, Rudy Williams is really good. Dallin Hall is good. Obviously, you know, the other guys, Gideon George and Foos, those guys are really good players. So you got to do the job and you can't just hone in on one thing. You got to do the job in multiple areas defensively on the boards. You got to be able to guard them and you got to score on them. Top 35 defense in the country. Yeah. Okay.
0: Finally, last, a lot of ball left, but you haven't played Gonzaga yet. Yeah. But how much is it driving this team the chance to finish on top and win a league? Just win it outright kind of thing.
6: I think it's certainly a, a, a driving factor. I think the most important thing for us is to continue to be our best every night. Try and do that, and uh, the results will take care of itself. This group is pretty veteran. We have really good leadership, so it's not something we necessarily need to hammer into them about. Hey, we're trying to win the league championships. I think it's known. We just want to be great every night and let the chips fall where they may. Obviously, Gonzaga's. You know, they've taken a loss, and we'll see. We got to play them twice, and right. it, it's definitely open. But uh, for us, it's just about being the best we can every night. Coach Joyner, always a pleasure. Thank you for the time. We'll see you in Moraga. Greg. Appreciate you, man. All
0: right. That is St. Mary's Associate Head Coach, Justin Joyner. The BYU Store Cougar Tip-Off Show rolls on right after this on the new skin, BYU Sports Network.
1: Welcome back to the Cougar Tip-Off Show. Let's rejoin Greg Rubel.
0: BYU and St. Mary's coming up in the Gales' final WCC visit to the Marriott Center. In 11 conference clashes here in Provo, BYU has gone 7-4. and four. The Cougs are 2-9 and nine against the Gales in Moraga. Coach Pope shaking up his starting five for the first time since getting Spencer Johnson back in the opening group. Kind of by necessity tonight. Jackson Robinson unavailable. He... Noah Waterman, Atiki Ali Atiki on a one-game sit for breaking a team rule. They should be back and available next Thursday versus LMU. So with no Jackson Robinson, you lose a starter. And with no Atiki and no Noah Waterman, you lose backup size. Yeah, that's the biggest concern for me is that backup
4: size. I mean, we're talking about St. Mary's and how big they are. They've got a lot of size and they rebound super well. And uh, you know, I think Traden Christensen is athletic guy, but uh, he, he hasn't played in this type of situation he hardly played at all and now maybe be expected to come in and compete against one of the best teams in the country in a very important game in a packed house so that's going to be a real challenge foos will have to play a lot he'll have to stay out of foul trouble which is going to be a challenge for him i mean that's it's not that any one of those guys is devastating to lose for a game it's just that you just lose all
0: that depth so it has to go just just right for you in the game or it could be disastrous BYU starts to games, Mark. Last couple games in particular have been really problematic. The turnovers just piling up in the first ten minutes of games. Yeah. You do that tonight against St. Mary's, you'll be out of the game and won't get back in it.
4: And it's hard if you do get down, it's even harder. And we talk about this. That they play so few possessions that every turnover is magnified. Every, and, and if you're down 10 in the first half, it's like being down 20. It's just so hard to come back against these guys with their deliberate style of play. So you better be ready to go right off the bat, take care of the basketball,
0: and come ready to play, or you're going to find yourself in a hole you can't dig out of. One of the things we talk about when Mark Pope's teams are playing Quality basketball is the assist rate, and the Cougs pride themselves on a decent assist rate and a high assist number. BYU's averaging on the year 15.4 assists per game. St. Mary's allows, on average, less or fewer than half of that. St. Mary's allows 7.4 assists per game against. If you're doing it against St. Mary's and having success, you're often doing it on your own. There's a lot of ISO. They right. just if you have, if you're a system team, they will break that system. They, they will. They'll make everything you do hard.
4: So what ends up happening is. You're kind of forced to just go one-on-one and, and try and, and get a shot up against these guys. So it's probably going to be uh, – that, that's the way it's going to go for BYU there. That assist number will be down. So guys like Gideon, uh, guys like Rudy that, and Dallin that can create off the dribble one-on-one, they're going to have to do that well and, and play well
0: tonight because it's just going to be hard
4: to run your stuff and
0: get – good looks off of assists all right it's uh the game one of a three game homestand, and uh you know postseason hopes they're in the lurch right now this is a really huge set of games for BYU tonight and then with LMU and Pacific coming into town next weekend there's a good chance that LMU and Pacific could both be above BYU in the standings when they come to Provo uh, next weekend yeah I mean the good thing is you have five home games in the
4: second half but like you mentioned you have twice with St. Mary's so that makes it hard you have to go at Gonzaga so you really have to take care of business here at home, and this is a chance to win a game at home against a top-20 team and just put another one on your resume for some kind of hope for, for the NIT or, or postseason play. But, yeah, I mean, you're running out of time. You're running out of good games, and you, you really got to turn it around right
0: now. A few final thoughts before tip-off coming your way next. This is the BYU Store Cougar Tip-Off Show on the new skin, BYU Sports Network.
1: the cougar tip-off show rolls on let's head back live courtside
0: our national anthem ahead of BYU and St. Mary's. Mark, had mentioned the name Trayton Christensen a couple times tonight as BYU's down uh, some bodies and especially with backup size. So Trayton Christensen, who is he? Well, he uh, is from Eagle Mountain, Utah. He played high school at Westlake, went on to Snow College, then Chaminade. And uh, here at BYU this year, he's played in three games. He last played on December 20th, so more than a month ago. Has not made a field goal on the year. Has made three of four free throws. He's one of the top two leapers on this team. We found out when they did the uh, the vertical jump measurements trading was right up there. So maybe we'll see some of that from him tonight. Well, that that
4: surprised me. But I think he he is athletic. He's undersized. But everything I've seen from him, he goes 100 miles an hour. He's strong. He gets after it maybe you just stick him out there and say, just sick him, boy. Just get after him and, and just make try and make uh, the, the St. Mary's big guy's life a, a, a living heck out there, and we'll see what he can do.
0: All right, tip-off of BYU and St. Mary's is coming up next. This has been the BYU Store Cougar tip-off show on the new skin, BYU Sports Network.